Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Bar. Not the standard, not our bar. Yeah, not our yeah, no. regular drinking spot, not their regular drinking spot. A neutral territory. Oh, I know just the place. I've got four or five bars that are neutral territory. <laughs> There's plenty of, of Mariner dive bars on this island. And I've been told. So. <laughs> okay. Performing. Right. No, exactly. I know it was totally professional. And he yeah. has a tab at almost none of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's intriguing <laughs> uh all right yeah let's uh let's do it yes okay so you totally tell your buddy hey uh free drinks if you come over to this place to talk to my friends and uh chorus that's his name chorus totally is like free drinks i'll tell you all you need to know Free drink. Free drink. <laughs> he's, he's got a, a he's got a list. Drink? Yeah, he totally yes. has a list. <laughs> and uh, he totally tells you that uh, you know he shows up to the bar, you know, and he basically will need two or three drinks and some small talk to get going. Unless you persuade him to be more uh, direct there yeah let's I'm gonna go with a persuasion or a charm persuasion or a charm what do i do for charm just charisma uh, uh, persuasion you know okay yeah. yes okay so uh, after the uh, how many drinks are you getting him I to get the business you know i a couple of drinks just for beginning, and then the third to drink while we actually start. Okay, and then he he, he finishes off his his second drink, and he's just like, okay. So I'm assuming you'd like to get down to the the, the facts, as he totally You're looks across the, individual across the pub at a group that's getting food and drink delivered. And he he totally gives you that look like he would love something to eat, but then you you convince him to get on track. <sighs> You've got to try the green stuff here. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, and um, oh, no. so uh, you guys know that uh, I I work at the Ironclad Foundry and Maritime Works. Building boats all day long. That's what we do. We make nails, we build boats, and we make bracing. Well, my, uh, my, my. Chief Foreman totally told me on the sly as he gets that the owner of Ironclad Foundry would pay some interested individuals if we were looking to make some extra coin, you know, a bonus, as they call it, when we get the ships out early. If somebody could go to that new shipyard, the Dawn Harbor Shipwrights, and you guys have kind of heard about them, they're 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 basically a subsidiary of the the Empire of of, of uh, 
Sainar. They've come out here and they're trying to start business as a new legit shipyard in the Five Fingers. You know it's not going to go well for them at all. Because they have not paid protection money to anybody. Oh, I mean, that's a problem. Somebody needs to teach them how things work here. Right? And, and they, they got a, a new merchant vessel called the Sunflower. Sunfire. Sun something. That uh, apparently is being bought by one of our company's clients. And, and unfortunately, since the, the, the sunfish is being built faster than our ships, because they, they, they brought in a bunch of non-union dock workers, and he totally spits on the floor when he says non-union, because we all know it's tons of syndicate unions in town. Yeah, that's rude. And that 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 if the 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 sun furnace were to be burnt down in docks, that the client would have to come back to us to buy the boat that they were in discussions with purchasing. Granted, we still got like a month or two before we get all the things we need to finish that boat. But if if nobody does anything, the sun fury. Will totally be finished before <laughs> the the month is out, even like two weeks from what they were bragging, and and that's that's hundreds of coins that the that the ironclad foundry and works is gonna lose. So if uh, I knew anybody that's a pirate, any elbows you, and he says pirate really loud, uncomfortably loud for your choice. <laughs> and he elbows you like a buddy chum chum and uh, totally hints that I would like another drink that I should totally reach out and uh, see if you want to talk to the, the owner of my company or my foreman. So I'm going to casually oh. grab his hand in my fist, squeeze it a little bit and, and say you'll be careful with the way you're 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 spewing those those names around. You be careful what you're calling people in public. And, and he kind of looks at you and winks. He's like, "I gotcha." <laughs> and this foreman will guarantee payment. Well, the, the the boss said he would, but, I mean, if you want to talk to him about that, I would say you probably should talk to him firsthand, because I don't know if they've hired somebody already or not, but, you know. Or you could go do the deed and come say, pay me now. Like the other five gangs who are going to try and take credit for it. All right. <laughs> I would say we go just confirm that we're off to do that with them because I don't trust this guy. Sorry. Well, he's no, definitely I don't either. It will give me some time to concoct uh, um, uh, flasks of uh, alchemical explosives that we can use to right. uh, burn it and you know start the burn in several different places. Yeah. Well, that and confirm this ship since there's. Probably every ship they build is called Sun Something, probably. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and the fact that he said like six different names. Well, yeah. exactly. So I'm like, yeah, their whole fleet's Sun, whatever he's been naming. So it's like, okay. Well, yeah, what is this, Carnival wanna... Cruise? Well, uh, they are the, what, Don Forge or something? Don? Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, we want to make sure we're burning down the right Sun, whatever ship. Yeah. So basically. You got nothing for us except, hey, talk to my boss. And you're already three drinks in. Yeah, oh, um, oh, I you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think you're going to have to definitely try some green stuff now. <laughs> so. Um, so should we... 
I say we go talk to the boss. Go, yep. hey, your flunky's stuck in this shit. How true we got here? What's what's up? That's my yep. thought. No, I agree. It, 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 there's going to be nothing to come from uh, negotiating with this guy. Yeah, no, because he can't buy a beer, much less make payments. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're definitely getting the idea that uh, he he heard something. And uh, give me an insight check real quick. Uh, Anyone at the table? Okay. Um, thank you, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so an insight. Uh-huh. All right. Not great, mind you. Um, I only there, have a one to it. As opposed to two, each of us having negative one. So. Oh, right. Okay, so I am the better. <laughs> okay, here we go. You're at least on the positive side. Yeah. Hey, look at <laughs> you're you're pretty. Him. You're pretty sure that he's telling you all that he knows, and all that he has access to. You you totally have the idea that uh, he's not the big cheese, that you need you know if you wanted this as a job you should talk to the big cheese. Okay. Let's go. What time of day is it? The big fromage. Uh, currently it's about, we'll say five o'clock since he's a shipyard worker. He's got to be at the end of his shift. Okay. I will. Buy him one last drink as we leave to keep him in the bar instead of taking him along with us to try and put a good word in. Ooh, good boy. <laughs> and he will gladly uh, stick around and uh, keep keep working on the uh, drink you gave him there. He has no problem doing that. Okay. Yeah. So... I mean, it wouldn't be ship. too odd to go to the shipyard and be like, oh, we're just here for uh, some uh, ship business. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, it is a, a shipyard and, you know, they have lots of folks coming through, putting in commissions, stuff like that. So it would yep. not be weird at all. Not at all. And usually so, yeah. these type of businesses, he's got a bunch of folks that have, you know, dark vision working late into the night because they're trying to build boats as quickly as they can. It's a booming business. Uh, <laughs> and it's never a wasted time looking at boats. Right. So I'll follow our uh, fine friend here that of a certain persuasion or, or, or skill set. I have a special, specific skill set. No. Um, <laughs> and go to the dock. He knows his yeah. way around boats. Okay, so it just takes you guys a little while, and you totally find ironclad foundry and maritime works. It's got this big, beautiful placard that's all inlaid iron into a wood placard. You know, beautiful workmanship. And uh, you totally, you know, when you realize that there's a heavy amount of dwarven laborers working here, and uh, mm. immediately, you know, nice, you know, dressed script totally comes up and acknowledges you guys for coming in and uh, basically asks, uh, what can we do for you? Are you here for commissioning or repairing of a vessel? We want to pretend like we're here to buy a ship or... Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. We're here to talk to the man about commissioning a ship. Oh, sure. Uh, we will uh, go ahead and have a seat. Uh, there is some water if you'd like some, you know, purified water, guaranteed not to have any contaminants. We import often. <laughs> As you know, they have you Very sit nice. there and wait Impressive. for a little while and then... Uh, Eventually, a gentleman comes out. He's got you know rolled up sleeves. He's got the little arm garters keeping his sleeves up. There, you can see some a large amount on this dwarf's right hand ink blotches on the bottom of his arm. Obviously, he does lots and lots of writing. 
but you see that, you know, his hand's got a decent callus as he totally comes over and immediately offers a handshake out to all three of you. As he Definitely read them. Turn it robust, robustly. Oh, he, he, he just nods at your st- you know, strong handshake and uh, basically uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a pair of little spectacles and puts them on his dainty face, which is not dainty. It is very rough, but the beard is immaculately groomed. And uh, he totally gives you guys the eyeball of a keen businessman checking out the wares. He looks at all three of you waiting for you to mention what the business is that you're here for. And do you guys give your real names or fake names? Uh, I say we give fakes. Okay. Okay, just because it's... Yeah. Uh, I'm Pargosh Room Bowler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fake names for now. Give some random, like, obscure Iosin name. Okay, and what, what do you say is your business? So pirate. <laughs> we're we're here to commission a I need I need a new a new need a new ship. I need one and then I'm gonna start throwing out specifications that I know that describe on the surface sounds like a merchant ship, but to those in the business, no, it's more of a, a smuggler. Oh, interesting. You know, we'll, um, okay, and as you guys are all just, giving your stories, he seems very interested at the description of your boat, almost like he gets what you're selling. Someone, by the way, give me a deception check. I would um, be happy. Oh. I was like, let me see. My deception is plus three. I'm plus four. Me too. I'll let him do it. Sure. I'll totally give you advantage since you guys are working together. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm doing it. it yeah. As he immediately right, is saying, I can get a roll. <laughs> come back to my office. Wow. Double 11s. Right? That must yeah. mean something. So you're fairly deceptive, but he is like, his eye lingers on you when you talk. So it makes you a little nervous. So he gives you this, like, that fatherly look of, I know you're up to shenanigans. But he smiles and says, come on back. Yep. So you guys get into the office, and he gestures to whoever's the last in line of you guys to close the door, and immediately pulls down this map, which should be a map, and you actually see as he pulls it down, there's many, many layered sheets. It's like the old maps back in high school, you know, where they had the the multi-maps, and you realize that these are each ship designs, but they're blown up so you can see the finite detail on the ships. And uh, he kind of, you know, as he has his back to you guys, he gestures for you guys and tells you to go ahead and have a seat. And he flips through until he finds the correct one, and then he, like, gets a stool so he can stand up and pulls the pins. And then with this beautiful flip, like he's laying a bed sheet, he manages to swoop the blueprints down and drop them on his big drafting desk. That's his desk. And uh, he then proceeds to get off his little stool and walks over and then says, so what is your real business as the door clicks closed? Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. you're not wanting to pay 200,000 gold coins for a ship like this. And he points at the beautiful blueprint of the ship. Which, and so oddly gotta... enough, is exactly what uh, Boomhaller was calling for. Right, so I kind of lean lean over to a boom, and I'm like, uh, "Is that is that uh, kind of like the nice looking one over at that other dock?" 
the the one we were looking at over that at new, the Don the the sun the sun something sunfish <laughs> sunscale sun as I Diaper. kind of am leaning over towards him but I'm not like whispering but quiet but knowingly it's enough that he's going to obviously hear as I'm kind of out of the corner of my eye giving him a you know kind of a glance. Trying to subtly imply. <laughs> and subtly imply. He totally raises an eyebrow to that when you say that. Um... So begins the awkward moment of who's going to be the one to say the words first. <laughs> I mean, do you guys um... want to do an insight check? That's always a thing, too. Yeah, sure. Yes, that's why I yes. hear some people do that. We'd love for Theo to do another insight check. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Gotta rely on your intuitive and, people. And as the boys <laughs> have him talking, your Theo is just sitting back watching. Yeah. Hey! I did much better this time. <laughs> Indeed. With your uh, solid 13 there, you, uh, you get the idea that... Uh, you look around the office, you're taking in his words as he's trying to be coy with the boys, trying to sell them on an item that uh, they probably don't want and cannot afford, especially when you're hearing $200,000, that, yeah, that amount of gold, gold coins, to commission a brand That's new the boat. biggest mistake. biggest mistake you, know you make is misjudging he... your, your uh, customer. Yep. <laughs> So uh, he definitely seems to be in in regards to uh, wanting their attention for this, but uh, you get the idea that that he seems gruffer than he puts off. He he puts off this air of merchants, but you get the idea he's more than just a merchant. <laughs> You notice okay. one of his sleeves when it's rolled up. There's a uh, a sailor tattoo, tattoo, you know. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, didn't didn't the guy say something about they could do something similar but quicker and cheaper? Ooh, give me a uh, <laughs> give me an intimidation. <laughs> Uh, I'll make him squeak his uh, feelings here one way or the other. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm brutal. Uh, let's see. Intimidation. What is my uh, intimidation? Ready? Yep. And here we go. Say, Good Lord. That difficulty. The dice wow. is awful. As it just nice. sounds cheesy, the way Callus is saying this, it sounds very callous. Well, I don't know shit about boats, so okay, you know. Okay, well, hold on. Let's see here. <laughs> and, um, of course, even I'm going. Well, oh, what my <laughs> friend's about... trying to say is that we we've heard that um, there's a new business in town that seems to be eating into your profit line and stealing customers away from you. Ooh. Wow, that's awful direct. The pirates coming out <laughs> I mean, with true, yeah. true. And and he totally okay. uh, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna um <laughs> do my I'm gonna employ my background. No. And basically, look, I, you know, being of the aristocrats, like, just tell me. It's like, let's put all of our cards on the table. You are more than a merchant, and we are more than buyers. <laughs> oh, well, shit, I thought we were coming in with the subtle thing. Oh, well. Yeah. We were, but the subtle thing doesn't seem to be working. Well, because 
I'm not good at subtle, but I'm trying to play it off, <laughs> play a pirate. So, you know. It's harder I'm, than it I'm, looks. So, no, pirates need to know when it's time for direct action, too. So at this point, you have to ask yourself, do you want to make money or do you not want to make money? As your associate had implied earlier this afternoon. Oh, what, and he totally, you know, when you say that, he's like, what do you mean? Oops. That is neither here nor there. The question is, <laughs> do you have the need for our services? And he just uh, looks looks you three over and he says, so... And are you willing to pay for them? Exactly what service are you implying that you can offer? As he immediately sits down behind his desk and, you know, you, you, you totally see him crank this crank so he gets popped up nice and high in his chair. What services exactly <laughs> are the three of you offering besides purchasing a boat? And he kind of squints his eye, and totally you hear him open the bottom drawer in his desk and pulls out a pipe and starts lighting up this big, beautiful, ornate iron and wood pipe. That has me very nervous. <laughs> I hear there's an excessive amount of boats coming out into the ocean recently, so maybe that needs to be curtailed a bit. Well, it's good for business if it's my boats that are hitting the waters. Mm. But unfortunately, with the secession of the wars, boat purchases have gone down. So competition is a little stiff. Mm -hmm. Well, it would be a shame if one company were to have to have a fire sale. Ooh, and when you say that, his eyebrow slowly, one big bushy eyebrow slowly raises. And then I mean, a, that could be devastating to one's competition. And then a smirk on that same side of the face. them to up. having to do a fire sale. <laughs> fire sale. Those, those can always be rough for business. As uh, yes. he basically uh, sticks a hand up and gestures for a quick pause as he gets up out of his chair really quick and he goes over to the open window and he yells some orders out to the foreman out there that's working to get the guys working faster. And then he hits the little handle that closes the window slowly and uh, he goes over to his desk and opens the top drawer, pulls out a big iron key. Then he walks slowly, calmly past you guys and locks the door that you guys came in. And closes the little curtain on the window on the door for privacy. And then uh, proceeds to go to this little bar that he opens up. It looks like a barrel, but when it opens up, you can clearly see it's a bar with hard liquor. And he pours four glasses and then brings a little tray over and gives you each a, a some kind of hard liquor that you can smell and sits down and gets back in his chair and sniffs the drink and says so how much would you think a fire sale should go for oh i'm sure we would have discussed this prior uh but uh as you have that total flashback boodle, 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 boodle. yeah i mean is I mean, given, I mean, ships are hundreds of thousands. Uh, I say 10K. Jesus. 10K just for starting a fire? It just starts. Oh, I mean. Run, it's ruining a business. You've got to consider the quality of the craftsman. <laughs> and it's a starting off point. We'll set her for five. How about that? Wait. <laughs> okay, you have to also understand that this character has no actual real concept of money. She spends <laughs> it as soon as she gets it, and she's never really been without it. 
I mean, she, she is, is a screwed up. She is a spoiled <laughs> princess so, after all. Yeah. So she isn't. I mean, doesn't have the same. You know. So to her, a sum like that. Well, I mean, okay, she has to struggle now, but it, it's not an alien concept for those right. types of sums to be bantered about. I'm I'm just saying you you, you cut in half awful quick. Go down incrementally, for goodness' sakes. <laughs> no, I mean, let know, him... uh, This is the this is you know we start off at ten, and the lowest we'll go is five. What do you guys think? And this is during well, your flashback, not in the actual moment yeah, of, yeah. of, right, of right. negotiating. We were discuss this. Okay, that that's fine, but let's not go directly from our highest to our lowest. Let's let them no. counter offer and. Of course, she was just giving you the boundaries. Starting off. Okay. And then the, but. I miss. Gotta have a starting upper and lower price range. Yeah. I misunderstood. I apologize. That 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 <laughs> sounds good. Right. I'm gonna have to let it that. happen again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, and and right. I, I will be fair and mention to you guys that you know, on the five fingers, arson is death sentence if you get caught doing it. So you know, there is that. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. What? So because the whole then, this whole place could go up in flames. Uh, if it's not lucky. an unreasonable ask for 10k. Well, yeah. What's the going rate? Yeah. Do we know what the going rate is? I mean, typically. And we burn a lot of stuff down. <laughs> You've been burning things down for paid. free. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's because we didn't know what the what the rates were. So, uh, for, you know, just damaging or burning the boat down, I mean, it could be anywhere between, you know, 500 gold. I mean, think about it. For 1,000 gold, he could hire 1,000 people for gold coin each to run at the place with torches. You know, there are poor, hungry, destitute. So, I mean, what is the service you guys are offering is kind of the question. Um... It won't get back to him. We are not only will we take it out, but we won't. It won't get back to him. He's praying for you know discretion. Uh huh. Thank you. Discreet arsonists. Okay. Uh, he he would be willing to pay you a thousand gold. Is what you think would be a fair number. I mean, that doesn't seem unreasonable. All we're doing is burning a boat, risking death. Um, You said you're discreet. There's no risk of death in discreet. Yeah, okay. Except for if, you know, there's people there or... You're the ones coming (laughs) to him to commit a crime. I don't think we're worried about death of others. Risk of death to others. No, not at all. That might happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a distinct possibility. What about 1K for the main target and then a 100K bonus for each other under construction ship that we burned down? Yeah, but then it's obvious that it's arson. And, and remember, uh, when you're talking 100k, he would have to sell a whole boat for that price. I did I say 100k yeah, bonus? Okay. I, I just meant 100 bonus. No. <laughs> okay, so how about this? Um, 1300, thousand for the job, uh, but a boat. I mean, and a hundred extra for each of us. Okay, so he he what thirteen hundred is that the offer you put down for him? I mean, we're negotiating, so why not? Sure. 
Well, that's the offer now. That's I mean, because the, the other was a little high, it sounds like. Yeah. Like, excessively so. so. It, like, like we're noobs or something. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not used to the <laughs> I mean, it's not like this is my day job. Re- remember, <laughs> he's not going to pay you what it costs to build a boat to burn a boat. Right. He's he's in a business that he needs to How much to make does it cost to build a boat? Uh, they they can they start at like a hundred thousand gold coins. You know. Okay, so then thirteen hundred is perfectly reasonable. Okay, so he basically huh. it's ten percent of what a ship would be. It's less than ten percent. Well, you said they started a hundred thousand. Oh, that's right. Oh. It is less, way less, way less than he should complain. It's at one percent, not ten percent. You know, one yeah, percent. <laughs> what about? And that's why uh, alchemists uh, use the metric system. <laughs> hmm. yeah. What? What about? A thousand gold. Ten k, but. A <laughs> thousand for the job, and the three hundred is a retainer towards future. Oh, that's a good one. So uh, he he steeples his hands at your mention of uh, you'll uh, burn a fire sale for thirteen hundred gold, and he leans forward and he's he's totally appraising you like a woodworker would the wood planks that they would buy for a ship, and he totally is doing the insight check on all three of you guys to try to get the. The jib of your sail, so to speak. As he leans forward and takes another long sip of his drink, and he says, 1,300 gold. Do you know how many arsonists and fire rats I could find for that price? And how many of them have a background in alcohol? Ooh, this is the first time you've said that. And he immediately gets uh, this very interested look in his face and says, tell me more. (laughs) And I look around this room, okay, and uh, basically, I basically say, uh, because I have that one ability where I can create a thing on the fly, Uh like, I can create a smoke bomb with just the items in this room. And he he looks around. Just think what I can do if I prepare. If I prepare. And uh, he 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 gestures at you and says, "Show me." Okay. So I'll make a smoke bomb out of just the stuff in this room, because I have that ability. I mean, thankfully he's got a bunch of model boats, so there's little finely ground coal, and there's totally some uh, actual gunpowder over there that's been ground really fine to go into the model of cannons. Wait, 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 wait. This is a small office with all the windows closed and the door locked. I'm not setting it off. As the rest (laughs) of the group gets concerned as you're putting this thing together. Remember, I remember I can make these and give them to you guys, remember? Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. Uh, like, and it's like, I'm going to let him test it. <laughs> yeah, this is like, okay. There. As, as, you know, Boom Howler's totally like, don't set it off. And uh, he, in like, minutes, I, I present him with a uh, smoke bomb. And, and he goes up to the window and props the window and hollers down to, uh, Belay any fire crews, and he uses his pipe to light your little smoke bomb and throws it out his window, and it kind of bounces off the dock. And just before it hits the water, it goes off. And what does it? What does it look like when it goes off? Um, uh, a billow of black smoke just kind of like uh, explode, you know, like uh, propels out. But because, of course, we're on the dock and there's wind and stuff, it dissipates pretty quickly. It's like, but uh, so that it doesn't alert anybody to, you know, oh, my God, fire, you know. But uh, just think what that. It was a minor show. Yeah, it was like, just think what I can do when I prepare. 
And, and as soon as he sees it go off, he snickers, turns around, slaps the little bar so the window closes, and then comes back over to his desk, slams both of his hands on the desk, and says, you're hired. 200 gold now, the rest when you come back, and that that ship is burnt to its spine. And, of course, he gives us the name of the actual ship. <laughs> As he's totally like, but, but, but who did you hear this from? That's part of the price. Uh, you paid for discretion. <laughs> you didn't pay for more. for a price. <laughs> but this way I'm protecting the guy and we did off we did tell him that our prices come with discretion. I mean are you protecting for... Are you protecting him or are you preventing him from getting a bonus for finding well, a solution? We don't. we don't know. You know, uh tomato tomato <laughs> And uh, he tells you, he points out on the map where uh, Dawn Harbor shipwrights are, and uh, he says, you'll recognize the ship. The Sunfire is the biggest ship in their docks right now. It's a very large, three-mast sailing cargo ship. She's bigger than she ought to be. She's bigger than she ought to be, huh? <laughs> Which uh, Boom Haller will totally tell you that uh, means she's probably a smuggling craft. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. And and how complete is she? She's she's at least eighty percent complete from what we were told. And I need you to make sure that she doesn't get out into the water further than she is. And that you can destroy at least two of her three masts. That should slow down construction enough, but I'd really, really like her burnt down to the spine. Basically, you know, gutted to the ribcage. Ah. So, for once, Theo is basically told you can do as much collateral damage as you like. And just because he's a handy guy and he has a chalkboard, he gives you a real quick sketch of what the uh, Don Harbor shipwrights looks like. And it's basically uh, this big boat nice. here. Okay. And I gotta put the map out. It's way too... It's a huge map. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's almost like it's a shipwreck. Like, oh, all I see is like some wood. Okay, so which boat? Is it the big it's one? The, with it's the, the big one. Yeah, yeah the three master. Okay. Well, yeah, the big three master, not the small. Yeah. Okay. Not the, Ooh, not the dwarf although, small big three master. <laughs> although this, although, I, um, that might be a nice getaway vehicle. Yeah, but it takes a uh, rowing crew. There's oars coming it's off of it. It's got a sail. It's got a sail. You got to get out of the harbor. True. So. Usually that would be done by rowing. But I'm sure Boomhaller could convince the other two members of the team to row harder. Uh, yeah, that size ship? Yeah, okay. I mean, you, what's that? One, two... You see two out of the five oars going, and the ship's just barely moving back. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm guessing that's not one man on an oar. That's... Uh, uh, or or a man on each that's, side yeah, for each of those oars. Yeah, so. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now there's still fine. We'll have to take this this one then. Yeah. Well, you know, if we're gonna do it, <laughs> but what do we want? One of these shoddy ships, anyways, right? And remember, and... Boomhaller knows for a fact that uh, each sail would need five people to work it. Yeah. All right, so now with your alchemy, can you make deck cord? <laughs> <laughs> deck cord? It's an explosive deck deck. cable that you can use to cut through things. Yeah, it's oh, what... Oh, I don't 
that is not one of my uh, um, <laughs> current alchemical uh, oh. creations, but uh, I am uh, well versed in making explosive uh, uh, vitriolic fire kind of things. <laughs> you know, alchemical grenades that. Uh, yeah, so like that cord wrapped around a trunk of a tree and you ignited it, like cuts the tree. Yeah, no, that is not one of my options. It. I have alchemical okay. explosives. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's worth asking. I mean, can I mean, you I... focus though on more burn and less boom? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. dead cord, the way they make a landing well, quick. What <laughs> we could do is we could make, instead of, uh, um, I mean, vitriolic fire is too dangerous. Why? Yeah. Uh, vitriolic fire is dangerous alchemical oil that bursts into superheated flame upon exposure to the air. Oh. Uh, so it wouldn't make an explosion, but if we put them into flasks and drop the, you know, and, and launch them, <laughs> the glass will break and then it will combust. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not carrying it, so I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we do have yeah. a steam jack that could carry it. Oh, God. <laughs> but I don't think we want to take a steam jack on this job. Yeah, no. No, not going to be stealthy at all. What we could do is no. we could just you know, uh, make, uh, just use oil, any type of oil and set a, like, coat a bunch, then launch a, uh, uh, one of them to set the whole fucking thing on fire. No, it's, it's, it's what, a plan. It's all you. You are the expert. We take and follow your lead. Whatever you think is going to burn really well and and be hard for them to put out and get the job, you know, done. Yeah, that's the important part is making sure they don't. And we just need to get a bunch of oil and basically coat the ship because uh, they want both two of the decks. Uh, they said, uh, or two of the masts, excuse me, right. um, uh, to be affected. And um, if we coat it with oil, just, you know, and get down into the ship, you know, so that the fire definitely, we launch a uh, vitriolic fire to set the whole thing ablaze from a distance. And and it's uh you're a sniper you could launch a ooh i could make a we could probably do some type of uh uh bullet or something or you can you you can throw right so you're you're good at ranged um yeah i mean well then I'm, i mean you still have to get close Rowing isn't that yeah. great of a thing. I mean, no. twenty-foot range is, you know. But what about getting the flask of the vitriol vitriolic oil, or several? And Callus is on a rooftop, and he just shoots them, right? That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, tie, someone that's sneaks on board, idea. ties it on the mast, and callous. Yeah. Uh -huh. After we coat the ship yep. in oil to make sure that it spreads like wildfire. Sounds good. And the uh, vitriol oil burns hot and hard to extinguish, or? Super heated. No, sounds good to me. How chemical yeah, it's a, yeah, basically, yeah, it's a, you know, superheated flame. Right. Okay, so, so we'll go uh, in. I'll climb the masts to place the, the 
flasks while you coat the deck, and Callus gets in position to snipe. <laughs> Sound good? Sounds very good. Um, we just got to make sure that we have enough oil liberally applied, uh, ideally at least going down the deck, uh, across the deck, um, the masts, and down in the, to the like, stairs or ladders going down. Yeah, yeah. So that the flame basically spreads like wildfire. So we have some, we have a, at least a, couple decent stealthy flunkies right probably maybe to so. take along and help spread the base oil yeah just a thought we should you're gonna trust the flunkies huh well under yeah. direction yeah they'll be working under with the crew directly to you know, not like we're sending them on by themselves. They're going on with the two to carry the extra dousing oil. They're basically stealthy pack mules, and they should, everyone case, knows how to swab a deck with oil. Worst case scenario, <laughs> they, you know, over douse themselves or, you know, get themselves <laughs> doused with oil, but they should be far away by the time I shoot, so. They knew the job was dangerous when they took it, Fred. Right. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're bringing how many of your flunkies? Uh, I think we had a couple that were, at least a couple, I think, that were, or maybe four that were decent. I don't have... Plus three to I stealth. I think yeah. she has yeah. the list that were kind of decent, stealthy... Uh, well, please don't tell us Mia was our HR, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I did a lot of the recruiting, but... Yeah, but who tracks her? I only made a few contacts. I wasn't... I'm not much for the, the personnel. <laughs> Just... So how many of them are you bringing so I know how many NPCs we need to have involved here? The bigger the number, the harder the stealth. Yeah, that's why I was thinking no more than three. And do you think we can get away with just two? Probably. Two plus Theo and me. And Callus, again, will stealth his own way to the rooftop. Okay, so well, what time of day are you picking to go at this? Time of the day. Yeah. Noon? No, I'm joking. Day, That's... night? What are you picking? I mean, this is a shipyard. Nighttime, yes. It has some work happening at some point all day long. I mean, are you guys going to scout the place out? What's the plan? Probably we should scout, do at least one scouting mission and not just rely on the competitor's yeah. map of their shipyard. Yeah, well. Casually make our way down to scope out the place. Probably ha wait until. Oh, you know what? Uh, we could do a. Uh, well, I mean, my performance is. I mean, I have a plus three in performance, but we could uh, basically pretend to be. I could because I have the noble uh, uh, outfit. Um, I could pretend to be a noble woman uh, shopping for a ship. I mean, technically, we are always shopping for a ship. That is true. So. That puts us awful close up in their company, but. Well, I mean, that's just for. But, I mean, it just gives us a layout. Yeah, that's just a scouting mission. But I think also. Well, well, you're doing that, Theo, and I can come with you to help sell that. Maybe Callus can scout the outdoors. I need a captain. Uh, uh, I can... Exactly. Callus can, can 
scout the outer perimeter for guards and rotations and maybe leave some leave some alcohol in strategic locations that guards might be able to find partway through their shift and (laughs) um so that they're not as alert when we go in (laughs) wow look at you (laughs) (laughs) sure super super sneaky And that way we've got, we get the inside layout, we get the outer perimeter, we get the guard rotations, we get. Sounds like a wiener. Okay, so what do you guys do? I guess they're going in to talk. Yep. Yeah, we're just going to. Talk to a man about a boat. Because yep. in all, I mean, it's not really. I mean, I mean, we're just a small. Boat. I'm bringing my captain to help me. So you guys go there, and they they advise you the first time you come in that uh, you have to set an appointment to be seen, which is super obnoxious. Oh, rude. The majority like, you... of the employees here are Signaran, obviously not locals. And the uh, receptionist tells you that we can gladly take care of your business, but we do need to have an appointment set, since unfortunately our owner, as well as the the harbor master here, is exceptionally busy. And uh, they will gladly take your information for a uh, appointment. And how soon can this appointment be? My time is very valuable. Are you going to go with an intimidation or a persuasion? Um, uh, let's see here. Because originally she says two days. Two days. is Does two days work with our time frame? No. No. At least um, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to go with performance. Um, like, 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 my time is more valuable, and obviously, if this shipwright doesn't can't take that into consideration, then they are not worth my time. I want only the biggest and the best, and obviously, if you can't support that, you are not the best. So, I will take my business elsewhere. Good day. So, if you're doing performance, it's very cheesy and campy, and it's an obvious act. Are you sure that's what you want to go for? Not a... What, what about if... I would have to be cheesy. I mean, over the top and... Well, well what I'm saying is you're, you're acting. You're basically that Karen that's doing the, oh, drama. Yes. Okay. That. Okay. Uh, she basically looks at you and says, two days. As some people snicker and laugh as they they hear your outburst. She doesn't take it personal, but she lets you finish your little bit and uh, says, come back in two days. Uh, Give me your address and I can send a runner. Okay. Um, You are not worth my time. Boom Howler, how are you going to save this? So I'm I'm gonna fix a receptionist with a glare, um, and say, "You probably don't know who she is, and it probably doesn't matter to you, but she is. Well, she can spend a lot of money here, but we have to know it's worth her coming back. Can't you at least get? Uh, um, no, we're going to need a." Just to see your workmanship, just a tour, see your workmanship so that it's worth her keeping the appointment. There are a lot of shipbuilders in this town, and she has a lot of business that she can happily take elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just just a five-minute tour of the facility so we can gauge the quality of your work. Are you say so I can gauge Yes, so I can gauge the quality of your work. Go ahead and give me a deception roll. Ah! 
as as she's uh, you know she just looks at you and says uh, uh, unfortunately I don't have permission to give you a five minute tour nor the time but uh, if you would gladly like to come back in two days at eleven bells. Uh, we can gladly uh, discuss any of your purchase needs, as well as a provide you with a tour of the facility, if you'd like. I, yep. <laughs> We're just gonna have to see. Yeah. Now, while you guys are doing this, and especially while Boomheller is giving Theo a great distraction, one of you guys roll perception with advantage. To see what you're able to see in the offices. That would be. Atlas is in here, right? Right. Yep, it's just I'm the at two minus of one. you. Okay, so I'll roll it then. With advantage. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, perception. Okay, you see well, that they've well, they've got uh, they've got. The docks, I need to click over to the right tool. The docks, you know, they've got machinery. They've got stuff there. They've got, uh, you notice they've got the wood varnish and things out there that you could possibly use for explosives wood over here. Also, off. yeah. Uh, this barn type building here is full of wood and basically the raw materials for fabricating a ship. You see that there's some smaller boats being finished up over at the little docks. And uh, you notice that uh, the security here is rather secure. It looks like there's, you know, some gentlemen in actual armor with, uh, looks like they have, you know, blunderbusty type rifles, you know, not sniper rifles like your buddy, but, you know, shotgun style <laughs> firearms. And they're not too rare to spot within, you know, spitting distance. You can find at least two of the security guys in in a position. So you do notice that they have pretty competent-looking security, as well as you do notice they have uh, searchlights that conveniently light up the ah. work area at night i.e. also lighting up the water around so if somebody was to come say sneaking up on a boat they'd probably be spotted unless they had some super cool way of keeping out of sight or they had a way Awful to nervous. shoot the lights out that too they're sure awful nervous yeah but shooting the lights out would also be a dead giveaway uh-huh Super heightened security. What, Alice? What is your stealth? Um, my stealth is eight. Plus eight. Uh huh. Wow. Okay. So we may have to send him in uh, to do the initial, like you know, because let's see here, because Boomhauer, Boomhauer. Yours is not. Yours is like low, right? Depends. Do you consider zero low? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not negative. Hey, it could, it could be worse. <laughs> My stealth is four, plus four. So um, perhaps we could. Uh, so you and. Callus uh, and I can maybe go in at night to do the, the legwork, so to speak. And then uh, we rendezvous at a location high that he can do the sniper thing. And Callus, what is the range of your rifle? Uh, range of said rifle. Let's take Stupid a question. Gander <laughs> Before here. they think you can shoot um, a half a mile. Before, yeah. Oh, half a mile would be awesome, but I don't think. 
Let's see. So range on the carbine is 5150. Range on my military rifle is 6180. Feet? Um, yeah, it's in feet, right? So, yeah. Well, you know, it's, they're not your modern day weapon. No. no. <laughs> when it comes to range and stuff, so. So like that. I mean, that's, that's not bad. Is there a location uh, nearby with some elevated that would fall within that? I mean, there's totally like the cranes over here. There's a rooftop over here. Rooftop of what? This, the... Remember, this is a big open shipyard where they put ships together and then push them out into the water here. So there's not a lot of buildings set up. Well, ideally, someplace with cover would be great. Okay. Um, give me one perception check there, Theo. Your check will tell us the answer. Straight roll. Yes, you totally find that there's a tower area where he could park up there to shoot the flask with no problem, even though he's probably going to tell you he's more sneaky than the rest of you, so he should be the one to probably go in there to put the stuff up. And that's a great place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream.